but it's good. It's it's good to have a little break. I've been working on it since like five. So five this morning. Yeah. Nice. I know it's uh, that's a little late for you five amers. I think you get up at four, don't you, Joey? No, no. I actually got up at six this morning. I've been I've been bad at, at the five a.m. I've been working on the other end, burning the candle at the other end. You know, I've been getting a lot done at night too. I mean, I got a ton done last night. Um, I worked from like nine to eleven, and I got like all of my backlog. Like, you know how when you're working on like a presentation or something really big, um, like it's like the last thing that you do. <laughs> So I am 100% caught up on all of the rest of my work. Just, my dishes are done. My house is spotless. <laughs> just procrastinating is yeah. what you're saying? Yeah, I have nothing else to do except for this presentation. <laughs> you ever watch that TED Talk where they're talking about the panic monster? No. What's the panic monster? Um, well, it's like for procrastinators. And so like you can't do anything until the panic monster kicks in. Oh, yeah. And then you work like 24 hours straight. You don't have a panic monster? I don't know. I, I mean, basically because I have to put something out every day, it's kind of weird. So I just I have to, I don't know. Getting out of the routine schedule is tough for me, like working on something that is outside of that flow. Yeah. So like, I mean, but like once I put something like, I don't know, I just have my routine of like, all right, got to do the podcast for tomorrow this time. We got to do the podcast. I got to do the video. It's, I don't know. So it's just like you have, I mean, you're always on like a, like every 24 hours I reset and I got to put something else out. So yeah, a little bit different. I could do more of that. Cause I do, I do like reporting Monday, content Tuesday, ads Thursday, Wednesdays are random. Fridays are content. So yeah, kind of similar, but should we chat? What were we talking about knitting? Yes, Run please. Yes, please. Cause I, you know, just, yeah, I got a lot of time. Yeah, I'm talking about uh, crafting. I'm more of a crochet person myself. Okay. To be honest. I mean, I don't know how to do either, but if I was going to do one, I've seen more people crochet, and I feel like that's more of an Italian thing to do. Crochet. Yes. Yeah. Isn't crocheting with, like, the bigger hooks? Or yes, yes, big hooks. Big the little hooks. hooks? You can't hide it. you got to own it. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I'm actually more of a quilter anyway. So do you want to tell me... So uh, how long it takes for now, Ryan kind of screwed us because he said SEO, like, what do we call this? First of all, like content, like SEO, like content, like how long does it take for a nice piece of content for, to rank? I feel like people are giving up too soon. Um, so when we launch a brand new page, um, it takes us a good minimum six months, um, for it to start doing something for us. Um, we've been having a lot of success recently with rewrites. Um, so a page that a URL that has been live for maybe like three or four years. Um, when we go back and rewrite it and freshen it up, we've, we've actually been having some pretty good success for it to get to page one, um, within 30 days. Um, but that's a rewrite. So that URL has been live for four or five years. But a brand new, fresh piece of content, um, anything that I do today, I know that I'm not going to see the benefits of that work for at least a year. And that's um, with, and they really and that, a year. That's with extensive domain authority and uh, an existing catalog of relevant content. Yes. Yep. And so um, 
I think it's a little bit easier. Like right now we have about 86 pages on Florida alone um, because they're a really great state SEO partner. Um, So it's a little easier for us to get in on Florida since we have such a large footprint. Um, But I got a request the other day. Um, They wanted employee benefits. And we don't have any pages on employee benefits. Um, And so I quickly found about 20 to 30 pages that we could write about employee benefits. I mean, employee benefits are huge. We could write like 300 pages on employee benefits. But um, I know that uh, from the 30 that I signed yesterday, um, I'll probably start seeing something in about six months. And that's with 30 pages. And it's it's one of the 30 that I know is going to do well for us. And then I'll probably see a good portion, maybe like 50% of those 30 pages doing something for us within the next year. Now, let me let me clarify, because when you say pages, uh, it's a a little bit of a different strategy than what maybe an independent agent might be deploying with their blog posts, per se. Would that be accurate statement? Yeah, I mean, it's it's an article, it's a blog, it's I mean, people call it all kinds of different words. There's all kinds of different words. Um, It's really all the same. Well, because I, well, no, I might not know the answer to this, so correct me if I'm wrong, Nessa, which is very possible. Um, I mean, we don't have a trustedchoice.com blog per se, right? A lot of these pages are set up to just specifically be found as more of a, we'll call it landing page per se, possibly, and then we want them to convert. So we don't necessarily want them moving through, like it's not like a, here's our awesome trusted choice blog, right? Like that's not what we're doing, correct? Well, I mean, we do have a section that we call a blog. Right. Um, but it, but for me, it's like this is not about insurance over here in our blog, but it's not really like a blog. Um, it's just a part of the website where we put stuff not about insurance. Um, and then, um, like, that's where we, we talk about, like, buying a house, buying a car, um, some of the top of funnel stuff. Um, and then we have another section of our site that's about insurance. Um, and the only reason why I segment the two is for reporting purposes, because I know that in our blog, like I'm not trying to convert people like I am in our insurance section. Um, but, but really it's all the same. I tell my writers it's, it's all the same. The rules are the same. Um, and so it's not like a, like a landing page to me would be, um, something that is just like a couple of images. It's a form it's made to convert, um, if it was about employee benefits, like we probably wouldn't write 10 paragraphs about how employee benefits work if it was a landing page. Um, they're, they're articles. They're, you know, 1,500 word articles, well-researched images, videos. Right. Does that answer your question? Yeah, no, I think, well, yeah, I think, I think, I think where we're having the semantic battle is just on the, the kind of the experience as they come in and then as they kind of move out, like, so is there like related articles? I guess I don't really know much about, I guess I don't ever go to trustedchoice.com, which is probably not my fault, but um, I mean, like, do you want them to click through to other ar- articles or do you, what do you want them to do once they get onto one of those pages? I think it depends on what the word is. Um, so like with homeowners insurance, um, we start them at buying a house. And so um, if it's a word like, um, what kind of house should I buy? Um, that's very top of funnel. Somebody's just starting to buy a house. Um, and then at that point, I would want them to click on things that are a little further down in the funnel, like I need a mortgage. Um, and then once they get to the I need a mortgage part uh, of the, the buying process, at that point, I would want them to click on articles about insurance. And then once we get into insurance, um, things like 
I need insurance. <laughs> that, that's a pretty obvious word. Um, on that page, I would want them to contact an agent. Um, whereas some of our insurance pages about, you know, how much does business insurance cost? Um, I know at that point I have to educate them a little more about insurance because they're kind of top of funnel. They're just starting to think about buying insurance. Um, so I think it just depends on where they are at in the buying process, what I want them to do. So now there's, oh, go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to say, so, I mean, with all of that kind of in mind and, and knowing that it takes a lot of different pieces of content, articles, whatever we're calling them, pages, um, that to actually one, get that to happen, there are different segments or different parts of the funnel that we want to attract. Um, let's say an agent, an agency that is just dipping their toes in the waters of content SEO that if they've got 10, 15, maybe 20 pages total across the spectrum of all of the stuff that they're trying to kind of get going, that if they're only been doing it for four to six months, that they just need to shut up and wait. Yeah, it really is a waiting game. Um, you have to be very, very patient. Um, it's hard for me sometimes. Um, I launch a piece of content. Um, I launched one yesterday. It was on cyber liability. And I checked the rankings um, like three days later. And I know better than that. I mean, you have to launch it and then forget about it. Um, and every single Monday we do reporting and that's where I'm gonna see that page start to grow over time after I've already forgot about it. Um, it's almost like, you know, if you're waiting for a pot of water to boil, like it's not gonna boil when you're watching it. So you have to step away. I mean, and kind then when you kind of will if you just watch it long enough. Really? You watch water boil? I'm just saying like, water I'm, I'm saying literally it will if you just watch it long enough. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, if you watch it long enough. I'm just, I'm giving you, it's I'm just, you're right. It sucks. It's like paint drying, right? Yeah. Don't watch it. Just do it. Get it up there. Move on to the next article, have your content plan, 30 pages, go, 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 step away, come back in six months. Yeah. And I think that's hard for the, so, all right. So what Ryan talked about in his video yesterday, you know, that's more kind of brand related SEO. Like, you know, do you have the exposure? Do you have the coverage on just mm -hmm. your name from a search perspective? And what we're talking about is more of a lead generation kind of search engine optimization is that, a, uh, is, that is that an accurate way should, should we call it that i don't know yeah i mean more like talking about your niche like really getting into your niche um and one advantage that the agents do have over trustedchoice.com is they do have that local factor and so it's really obvious to google let's say that you're in florida um it's really obvious to google that you're in florida your address is located in florida um, and there's certain words like home space insurance um every once in a while Google will only have two results that are national. So I, trustedchoice.com, can only have one of those two, and the rest of those eight are going to be local businesses. Um, so they definitely do favor um, local websites sometimes over the bigger national sites, and so they, they definitely have that competitive advantage. I mean, especially if you want to go really niche um, like you know, contractor's insurance or builder's risk or some kind of niche like that, um, you know, you could – you could do well with maybe 10 pages about your niche um, and then wait eight months. Um, and, and if you really, you know, specialize on local and trying to get in there. 
Yeah, I think I think I think that's right. If so, if like so, what do you? All right, let me let me ask this question. What do you classify as local? Is state local? Because agents think local like um, Ashtabula, the city, or whatever little city you live in. Yeah, I mean, I'm mainly thinking the bigger suburbs. So local to me is Minneapolis. Um, if I was a Minnesota agent, um, I would be focusing on Minneapolis and optimizing for Minneapolis. Um, because Google really only shows um, local results in the large cities. Um, so like when I search home insurance, I'll see Minneapolis popping up when I'm in Minneapolis. Uh, but when I'm in Rogers in the suburbs, um, when I search home insurance, I don't see Minneapolis um, popping up out here. But um, the point is when, when you are optimizing, let's say I was an agent out in Rogers, I would definitely try to optimize for Minneapolis because those are the words that are showing up on Google. So state and big cities. So like if taking yeah. Ohio as an example, it's Ohio home insurance or Cleveland home insurance or Columbus home insurance or Cincinnati. Yeah. But outside of that, maybe Youngstown and Toledo. I don't even know if you know those cities, but um, I don't know if they're big enough, but. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. I mean, I think it depends on the niche. Like if you're going after a car home business, real basic. Um, you might be able to get on top of that word using Toledo, optimizing for Toledo. Um, but if it's really niche, like construction, restaurant, um, you might want to go straight to like the bigger city and optimize for that word. Yeah, how do you know, last question, and then you can go back to your presentation. Um, how do you know if you've picked a niche that's too narrow? Um, good old keyword research. Um, you have to see if there's somebody in your city looking for that word. Um, so let's say I was really niche and I did contractors insurance. Um, I would search contractors, Rogers, Minnesota and see if there's any volume. If there's no volume for that, I would go Minneapolis contractors insurance and see if there's any volume there. If there's no volume there, I would go Minnesota contractors insurance. Um, so it all has to do with the keywords and who's searching for what. Um, and I can tell you with experience, as far as contractors go, um, people search at the state level in large cities, but they don't search at the small city level. Yeah. Um, but when you go with car, car, it's always like there's, there is traffic for small cities uh, for car and home, but not business. Awesome. I'm done. Okay. Okay. Hope you got something. <laughs>